Welcome back to the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Kyle Brown. The weather's starting to turn for a lot of courses, especially in the temperate region. The summers meant drought for some courses and a milder season for others. Today I'm talking with Penn State turf professor and GCI columnist John Kaminsky about how to get ready for the change. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks for having me. Well, it's always good to have you around. Today we're talking about fall prep, especially keeping in mind fall applications. So let's start just uh, on one end of the spectrum. If we've had a warmer summer, are there any changes we should be on the lookout for? Uh, what should we think about in terms of changing our applications? You know, the variation across the country in terms of the way that people had um, weather that they experienced is pretty different in our area. And in many, it was pretty easy summer. And so for those who maybe had some heat and got the heat, I think that what they were pretty much trying to do in August and probably even in September was basic cultural practices that just get the turf to recover from any damage that may have occurred. In a lot of areas now, I think that what people still have to be considering is you still have some active diseases out there. Uh, it was a pretty significant year for dollar spot. And in some areas, we may see that activity remain all the way up into November and, and even in December. The one thing that I caution people about now is just to not let their guard down. Everybody wants to be in this October zone where we can get into you know stretching into intervals of pesticide applications and those types of things but usually that's when people get caught behind the eight ball and they get bit things like stretching fungicide applications in those windows I, I usually discourage it um, because once you are get into a curative situation for diseases like dollar spot then it gets really tough to manage and you're putting out more pesticides than you probably would be had you maintained a preventive type treatment so for right now, I would say that things like anthracnose and dollar spot on cool season grasses are probably important. I've seen some reports on some of the warm season grasses in the Midwest um, and some of the southern areas where large patch is starting to come in, and so applications have to be probably made for those types of situations. And then, not right yet, but moving forward in the next couple months, spring dead spot applications for the southern regions and, and snow mold applications for the, for the northern regions. That's going to be the main thing to be on the lookout for. Keeping in mind the weather that we've been talking about, if things have been a little bit cooler than average, you know, how would that change our applications? I don't know if it would change the applications. I think that the big thing is it could extend, not cooler meaning like we're getting cold, but cooler meaning like moderate temperatures. For grass growing weather, it's perfect. I mean, we, we have some of the best grass growing weather that we've had in terms of the summer, and that's continued. In Bay College, Pennsylvania this weekend, you know, at our football game, it was 75, 76 degrees in late September and early October. It's unusually warm for us right now, but those conditions are perfect for a lot of pathogens to continue to be active. So, you know, I think if you were one of the fortunate ones that had a moderate summer, then great, you made it through without too much harm or too much damage. Um, but, you know, it just looks like we're going to continue to have some you know, moderate temperatures moving into the fall. I don't think it really changes anything. I think we're through the thick of it. We're through the hard part of the summer and, and the potential for um, those periods where we had really warm evening times. Um, we're through that, but it doesn't mean we're out of the woods. It just means we have to constantly be diligent to be paying attention to what we're doing. And so you mentioned cultural practices, and we talked about that really briefly. But Things like core aerification, proper fertilization timing. If you're in the south, you know, you're putting your Bermuda grass to bed. You're not going to want to push fertility at this point. If you're in the north, you know, you're probably doing some fall weed control and, um, and some fall fertility and just planning on um, preparing that for the, for the winter. 
that all sounds like a, a really great plan for trying to take care of the courses we're heading toward that season. Do you think that if we did have a, a milder season, if we experienced kind of a milder summer, would we be wanting to really kind of keep an eye out for an extended season of dealing with turf disease? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it all depends. If, if the weather, weather automatically changes soon and we go to drastic colds and it shuts down all the diseases, you know, then the challenge is did you get your snow mold trials out in time? If we have an extended period where we have moderate temperatures in dollar spot, when I was in Maryland, you know, where I grew up, dollar spot would be active sometimes into December. And, you know, again, nobody thinks about spraying pesticides into December. It seems like a crazy thing aside from snow mold treatments. But in a situation where, you know, that disease is active because it's not based on a calendar, it's based on weather, um, if we have the conditions that are right for it, then we're going to continue to have the potential to have some activity out there. And so dollar spot's one of them, but pink snow mold, we think about the snow mold as being kind of a, a wintertime problem, but, but typically for the mid-Atlantic and anywhere they're dealing with annual bluegrass or even creeping bentgrass to a lesser extent, usually around October 4th, 5th, sometime in that uh, end of the first week, then we start having some issues with microdochium, especially if we get some cool overcast weather that provides some moisture. Then all of a sudden you have, you know, snow molds coming in prior to, you know, you putting the course to bed. And so I think everybody gets really geared up and I don't know if I would say scared, but they get geared up <laughs> to focus on the summertime problems because that's a lot less controllable. You know, we talk about diseases and problems going into the fall. Um, we have pesticides that can take care of it, and, and that's usually, you know, an effective solution. Um, but if you aren't paying attention or you get kind of caught, then all of a sudden you're going into the winter not really in the best agronomic uh, light. You basically still have some damage. And once the turf stops growing, you know, any damage that's there is not going to recover until the spring. So you really want to make sure that you just keep on top of things to prevent those types of things from happening. But is there anything else that a superintendent should keep in mind for fall prep this year? I think that one of the things that I try to encourage people to remember is don't forget, you know, the basic agricultural, you know, and, and agronomy, agronomic practices. I think sometimes we kind of start relying on programs that come in and, and are written for us to protect from snow mold or something else. But, you know, aerification, encouraging good root growth, you know, mowing at the proper heights, venting where possible, maybe start considering where you had problems this year and maybe, you know, plan for some winter projects that can help ensure that you don't have those problems next year, like drainage or tree mm -hmm. removal. You know, it always goes back to the basic turf 101. What do we need to do to grow healthy plants? And sometimes because of all the options that we have and all the new technology that's out there, we, we tend to lose focus of that. And so, you know, I always try to start there. If, if we start there and we manage the agronomics right and correctly, all of the pest problems that we have and all of the fungicides that we need for diseases, uh, disease control are going to be that much more effective. And so I don't think there's anything unusual that anyone needs to look out for. Um, I think a lot of that will depend on what happens with the weather in the next month and a half. But, you know, depending if you're in Maine or if you're down in the Carolinas, you're going to be putting your greens to bed at different times. And a lot of that's just going to be dependent on the weather and what happens and, you know, how much snow we get and how early it comes. Did the plants acclimate prior to going into winter? Did they not? And so it's just a lot of unknowns that you don't have control over. So I, I guess my my suggestion to people would be to you know go have a beer and relax because there's a lot of things <laughs> you can't control. You can't control, um, you know, and the things that you can control you got to pay attention to, and, and those are like the basic cultural practices. 
Well, all right. Hopefully the season will be a smooth transition for everyone. And we, we keep an eye on those cultural practices and just control whatever we can getting into that, into that seasonal change. So uh, thanks so much for your help today, John. All right. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.